This is Charleston's hometown morning show. Tanya, Brooke, and Mike are Mix 95.9's Two Girls and a Guy. Tell us about that time you worked for the worst boss in the world. Sean said my manager back in the day was the worst for multiple reasons. He always had to change something in anything that somebody would present. <clears throat> Once I presented a project and I used the vague term, quote, instead of ABC so that it could be used for any of our clients. He went in, crossed out the sentence, and then said, could you use XYZ instead? Oh, that's stupid. It just sounds better. Seriously, then he loved stealing other people's ideas oh. and presenting them as his own. <laughs> I guess because he thought he changed it to XYZ, it was now his project. He took it to the higher-ups. They loved it. Of course, he got the praise. Sean said this kind of thing happened all the time. I quit after a year. I just couldn't take it anymore. That was one of my most favorite things to do in meetings early on in my career was somebody on my staff would would give them uh, you know an idea, and then I would then I would like take that idea right in front of them, represent it, change a couple words to see if they'd notice. That's terrible. <laughs> I wouldn't present it up, though. I always made sure if you guys came up with something, you guys got the credit for it. Right. But it sure was funny to see your face when you start to realize he's saying the same damn thing. Exactly what I just said. Mm -hmm. 843-375-0959. This is from Melissa. She said, I had a boss that I worked for for at least three years. You know, when you first start working for someone, you are the model employee. Mm -hmm. That was the first year. I got, I caught on really quickly. Well, in the second year, he started taking advantage of me. I was doing his job so he could show up late or leave early and leave me in charge. Mm. I finally had enough after he called me on a Sunday to come open the store because he had too much fun the night before. And in quotes, she says he loved the strip clubs. Uh Uh-oh. I answered the phone and said, sure, I will be right there to open the store, but I never showed up. It was my day off. When he called me back and started yelling at me, I had to inform him after this morning, I no longer work for you, sir. Delete my number. And then I heard he got fired the next day. He was awful. Wow. Just taking advantage. Absolutely. Of the poor thing. Well, Megan Rose Metz, she's one of our actual golden ticket winners. Mm -hmm. She replied on our socials, Mix 95.9 or two girls and a guy, to the topic. And she said that she had a horrible boss, worst one of the years. She says it was about 10 years ago. The boss would make us work off the clock because he wanted to keep his um, labor costs down. Oh. Couldn't get any more illegal than that, Megan right. Rose Metz. Absolutely. You work, you get paid. Yep. It's as simple as that. There is no volunteerism. And you're not an intern at that point. And uh, she goes on to say, boss would make us work off the clock. He would yell us, yell at us in the deep freezer to keep us in the freezer longer. Whoa. That was one of his ways of punishment. Are we children? It's like torture. For and real. actually scolded someone Mm-mm. who fell and hurt themselves while working. All of this we didn't realize at the time that was going on and obviously illegal. And then she said, one time I cut my hand and I guess this is a different location or a different business, different mm-hmm. boss, unfortunately. One time I cut my hand. And keep in mind, food and bev. I cut my hand, started bleeding everywhere in my glove. And the manager got so mad and told me, um, just go wrap it up with a paper towel from the restroom and put on a fresh glove and get back Keep on the line. Keep it moving. Get oh back on the line. No, ma'am. With blood gushing mm. everywhere out of her out of her hand. Didn't even care. Did not even care at all. Mm-mm, not a good boss at all. 
Uh, Don says, I've been pretty lucky, minus a manager at a couple different places. Uh, both were the reason I left. Um, Mary says, yes, but these bosses still have henchmen in my life, and there's a gag order, so. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> you guys remember Cosmo used to work with us at the other radio yes. station? Yes. He replied, that Mike Edwards, he's so damn mean. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I realize it. You know, when you when you do when you become a manager, you do realize that you're going to be the villain in someone's story, regardless of how great of a boss you may think you are. No matter what, you're going to be a villain sometimes. Do you think it's because sometimes you just have to say no? Sometimes you you're left with no choice. It's either my job or I've got to say no to, for example, Tanya or to Cosmo oh, you, you or to You don't have a problem telling whatever. me and looking at it. <laughs> Not at all. Not, not even blinking an eye. You won't even look up. Nope, can't do it. Right. And, you know, and, and you just kind of have to, because, you know, we've talked about you guys. Did you have any interest in, like, getting into management? I think you're all, you're both of you are super qualified to do my job or any job in the radio in radio business. You guys just say you don't want the hassle. Which no. I totally understand. It, it's a battle with some employees, and I know how I am. And to be a manager, you have to suppress suppress how I am. Totally I would be I would suppress. be the Olive Garden manager. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Show me the dog. on a weekly. Come in sick. I need to see. Actually, no, because I'm a person. If you get your job done, you get I rewards from you. Me. Right. I reward good behavior. Absolutely. I do not reward bad behavior. So if you're going to do bad things. You're gonna get. You'll get fired. Could you imagine me and Brooke being management and assistant manager of any establishment? Girl, we would have the tightest running ship. It would be so much fun and so amazing. But if you don't want to work, you can't get stay off. here. Walk the plank. That's with what the, it would be. With the Olive Garden, then quit. 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 Yeah, that easy. And, and you're supposed to have good cop, bad cop. See, Brooke and I bad both cop, bad, bad cop. cop all day long. <laughs> all day long. But, I mean, you have you sometimes have, you have a level to, of patience. Yes, yeah, sometimes you have to suppress what you want to say. I can't do that. And what you really want to do, and you know that what you, what you would do to correct whatever the behavior, what you would do would be the best thing, but it's not going to motivate them. It's not going to make them want to come back the next day and do great things for you. So you kind of have to think about what you want to do. Yeah. Wait a day. I always wait a day. To make sure it's what I want to do. And I'm thinking, is this counterproductive? Is this productive? And then, but then sometimes, like you said, Tony, you're just in a situation where you just have, no matter what, you have to be the bad guy. I get it. And I think that's some of the situation. Now, you're bleeding on a line at a restaurant and makes you work. That's just a, that's just being a bad human. Yeah. You know, that's not like saying, you know, you need to pick up the pace and you're working and you're being lazy and you're talking on your cell phone and mm -hmm. you're texting your boyfriend. That's kind of different than you bleeding all over the place. That's true. Someone told me a long time ago when I was having a problem with one of my managers, not you, Mike. Um, and he said to me, he said, learn to manage your manager. Yes. You have to so feel important. them out. Manage upwards. Exactly. Feel them out and find out what their makeup is and then approach it in that manner. And you will have you and your manager will have a great relationship. Well, and also think that a lot of. People, there's not a lot of training for people to become managers unless no. you go to like a management school or whatever. But a lot of them have a difficult time communicating what their expectations are. If you lay out all the expectations and you perform to those expectations, we're going to have a wonderful relationship. We're going to have the best working relationship ever because I'll never have to say anything mm -hmm. because you're always working at 
the expectations that I've laid out. It's when you veer from that <laughs> that you have problems with your boss, if they're communicating effectively. Um, True. Me, and that's a big part of it. Me and Brooke meet your expectations, right? Every day you meet that's my expectations. That's right, we do. Good answer. You meet them and you exceed them. Good answer. Good and bad. <laughs> <laughs> Now, this is a management technique that I've learned throughout the years. It's do called tell. It's called no matter what they do, you want to give them positive reinforcement. You to, do that? To give positive results. Even when we don't deserve it? So you guys have been performing excellently. Mm-hmm. I just want to say, great job. Thank you. Yeah. Lies, Managing our yes. manager. Exactly. We know that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs>